Now on Radio Italia Uno. It's time for Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. An hour where we have lots of fun with very interesting guests. We talk about how to start, build, and increase your business. Right now, on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Yes, thank you. Hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. And the reason why we say good morning, good afternoon, and good night is because we are here in Adelaide on Radio Italia Uno. And thank you to everybody listening on 87.6 FM. And we go around the world now. Thanks to Ron from Podcast City. We've been podcasting our show and it's gone to over 40 countries. And the reason why I know that it's over 40 countries is because I keep getting messages from different countries and different places. And I always ask or check where the messages are coming from. And uh, this, this last week or this last month has been fantastic. Not only do we go into one country, but we go into many, many uh, places within that country. I've had people from Uganda send me Facebook messages and notes on saying thank you. I've shared it with my friends and I've shared it with the university and the people at the university are listening to it. We've had people, again, from Turkey and the Turkish uh, people are listening to it. I've got people from Singapore who shared it with people in India who are now sharing theirs again with India. I've got so many calls from Pakistan. It's quite incredible. And, and of course, you know, I've got to say, I won $100,000 from something. <laughs> no, $800,000. I keep getting a lot of scams as well, but it's fun. But <laughs> and, and all these messages saying, have you heard about this news grant? Have you heard about this? And I said, yeah, every day. <laughs> so that's funny. But look, I just want to say thank you. I actually had... My friend from Bhutan, who is at the university there, has been sharing it with all the students in Bhutan. And this last week, uh, he actually went to Italy, to a university in Italy, and uh, was talking to people there about my program. And then, and then they all started listening to it because it's Radio Italia Uno in Adelaide. And they were all amazed that this guy in Bhutan was telling them all about it. So he's actually been in Italy and travelling to visit parts of Italy and uh, several universities. And he was actually telling them at the university that he's been listening to Radio Italia Uno. And they said, how? You know, you don't speak Italian. And then they explained to them what was happening. So I've got now a lot extra people in Italy um, listening to it. So that's quite interesting how that works. But look, I'm not going to take a lot of time. I, I... I have uh, sent messages and thank you notes to all the people that send me messages. And for some reason I haven't. It's just because I haven't got the message. So please send me messages on Facebook, emails or whatever, and uh, all through Radio Italia Uno. And as um, soon as I get them, I'll personally answer all the messages. I, I really enjoy talking to the people or you know answering messages from the people that listen to my program. You know, I say our program because, it's, you know, it's, it's not me. It's my special guests that come on that make it so fantastic. And that this week I'm privileged, I'm saying I'm privileged, to have a special guest on who I have had on about a year ago and made a marvellous difference to people. We were talking about the Me Too movement. We were talking about um, abuse. We were talking about child abuse. We talked about wife bashing, husband bashing and all this sort of thing and we've We've got somebody here who has just written a book and it's a fantastic title. So I'll introduce my special guest and ask them to tell you all about it. So my special guest is Melody Horrell. Melody 
is being a reporter on Channel 9, Channel 10 and Channel 7 here in Adelaide. Melody, welcome to the program. Thank you very much for having me, Peter. I really appreciate it. It's lovely to be back. Melody, welcome to the program and uh, thank you for giving us the time. I know you're very, very busy at the moment because you've just launched a book. I have. I have. So tell us about Um, your book, Melody. Okay, thank you very much, Peter. It's lovely, as I said, to be back with you again, and thank you very much for having me back on your wonderful program. Uh, the The book I've written is called A Dolphin Called Jock, and it's been published by Alan and Unwin here in Australia. And I'll just launch into, if you like, what the book's about. Yes, please. <laughs> so the book is really a personal account of my relationship with a remarkable disfigured solitary dolphin called Jock who lived in a river in Adelaide called the Port River. Mm-hmm. I, I developed a deep friendship with him over a number of years, which really helped me heal from a childhood wracked by domestic violence. And that domestic violence culminated in my father going to jail for attacking, for attacking my mother. The book explains how Jock and the other Port River dolphins taught me how to love and find hope again, really, and connect back with the natural world. And it's really those connections which help me understand myself and, and my situation and finally find hope and purpose to my life. Obviously, in the book, I go into my childhood traumas and how, thanks to Jock and the other dolphins that lived in this river, I began to reconnect to the joy and the potential in life and to basically find my own path. I guess I grew to love this lonely, disfigured dolphin, and I spent hours in the water with him. As I said, he taught me really how to trust again and free myself from those demons of my past. I had friends at that time and a partner at that time, but I somehow felt quite disconnected and a bit adrift and rudderless. So I wasn't quite sure what way to turn or how to handle what had happened to me, I guess, in my my earlier years. So this dolphin's acceptance of me helped me regain trust in not just myself, but the people around me. His friendship wasn't conditional, unlike so many other relationships I'd experienced in my life at the time, and that was just so really liberating. And I rediscovered the joy and the importance of living in the moment I also understood that despite, you know, any internal scars that I had, and certainly Jock's external scars, mm-hmm. you can choose to focus on the wonder of life. And, and that's what I chose to focus on. In the end, he was incredibly, in my opinion, he was incredibly brave. And he showed me and taught me in a way that I could be brave too. And that set me on a path to help raise awareness about the dolphins and their environment, which I would never have taken otherwise. So, you know, this was a, a, an enormous point in my turning point in my life where this remarkable creature really taught me a lot of lessons and uh, helped me to heal from uh, quite a few traumas that I'd had in my past. And I think it also is that reconnection with nature, which I feel often that we, we've kind of lost our connection to. I realised the time that I was a part of the natural world, not separate from the natural world. And I was experiencing things much bigger and actually probably more important than the pain that I felt growing up as a child. And of course, there's the aspect of joy and living in the moment. I learned to really live in the moment and experience that joy 
at that particular time rather than worrying about the past or worrying too much about the future. It was all about living in the moment. In the now, yeah. Yeah. Um, So the book really is a memoir. It's a true story and it goes through those processes and that story of of Jock and I um, delves into my past in quite a lot of detail but also the remarkable experiences I had out on the water with this solitary dolphin and uh, the other Port River dolphins who live in a fairly, you know, polluted environment in many ways in the Port River and what they taught me and what I learned from it. And I just wanted to share that with the world really because I learned so much. And I guess at the end of the day, I wrote this book for two reasons. Firstly, to offer a ray of light and hope to young men and women trapped in the shadows of domestic violence. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not an expert. Uh, I'm not a doctor and I'm, I'm not a psychologist, but, but you've I been through it. learned a lot. Yeah, yeah I learned you've, a lot. You've been through it. You know it through experience. Yeah. I mean, and, that's the best find, teacher. <laughs> <laughs> it is in many ways, isn't it? And, and regaining your power and your voice, uh, that was really important to me. And knowing that people will listen um, to that voice and and taking back that power from from others who had tried to take it away, and I just also really wanted to share, obviously the amazing Port River dolphins in Adelaide, and um, their plight and and why we need to protect this population of dolphins. But at the end of the day, I guess so. It's two themes really, those two themes, and that no matter what scars we carry, we can learn to trust again. I think we just have to write, find the right teacher in our lives, and for me, that was Jock. Wow, that's like that's a fantastic um, book, and I'm sure just by listening to that part of it, I mean, I know I'm looking forward to reading the book myself because it will help me help others. Simple as that. And yeah, but but the the thing that I have mentioned on the radio program here and our podcast several times, I've I've mentioned how wonderful it is. Sometimes you learn things that you don't know you're learning. You pick mm. up information that you don't know you're going to need later in mm. life. And what is amazing, you didn't go there to befriend a dolphin. You didn't go no. there to, to cure yourself or heal yourself no. or heal your scars. You went there no. to study the dolphins. You went there to help the dolphins. You went there to study the polluted river and help clean up the river. And yes. by doing that, you learnt so much about pollution in the river, uh, what caused it, what you know, where it came from, how to fix it, and then you you found or discovered these dolphins, and then you started swimming with the dolphins and and visiting them regularly, and and then you started taking interest in this particular dolphin because of the, the woes that the dolphin had gone through, you know, the scars, like yes. you said, that you could physically see. Because this is the problem: we can't always see the scars on people. You know, no, and that, that, that's true. Yeah, yeah. But what what happened by you helping somebody else or something else? You know, like a dolphin, and by trying to clean up their river and helping people realize and writing stories because you are a journalist and you've written. You know, you've worked for Channel Nine, Channel Ten, and Channel Seven, and several other programs. You know, and you still do a lot of freelance journalism. So in writing your stories, you've managed to help yourself. You know, and and who would have thought that by looking after a dolphin, it's going to look after you? <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. I was actually just looking forward to uh, going out onto the river and and seeing. Whoops! Hang on a minute. We're getting 
We're getting some interference. By the way, just for the benefit of everybody, we are doing this over the phone because I'm in Adelaide and uh, Melody is in Melbourne, which is 600-odd k's away, uh, six, yeah. 700 k's, depending which way yeah. you drive. But, you know, <laughs> she's, she's right across the country from me. And uh, we're doing it over the phone and we're doing it here in the studio with Bluetooth and green jelly and, uh, you know, <laughs> sticky paper and fly wire. And, <laughs> and <laughs> we're getting a bit of interference, but that's all right. The, the point is the message is what it's all about. And the, the, the main thing that I really want to uh, admire that what you have managed to do, you know, you've lived through very, very, very bad domestic violence. You know, you had a, a father that was violent and, and uh, you know, you went through a lot of stuff. So I won't preempt the book, but I'm sure you've written all that in the book. And I know when we've spoken in the past, you were very, very honest about what you said and how you said it. And, you know, you, you were very vulnerable uh, on the radio. And, you know, I've told you before, but wow, I got a lot of calls and people say, <laughs> wow, who is this woman? You know, <laughs> and, 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 and they... they um, some people thought you were, you were just telling a story. And when I told her, no, no, no this actually happened. You know, this mm. is not a movie. It's not a script. It's, this, is, no. this is what she lived through. You know, I was surprised that you have come through as well as you have, you know, because, to, <laughs> no, seriously, the, this is the point, you know, like I'm making that people don't see the scars. You know, people mm. don't see how sore I am inside or how bad I feel inside. And they can only see my out of reaction. And some people, because they're so sore on the inside, they're sore on the outside and they look bad, you know, and they go around mm. grumpy guts all the time. But then other times, other people have learnt to deal with it and handle it. And when you hear what some people have handled, you think, oh, my God, this poor person, you know. And I'm talking about mm. male or female, you know, and adult mm. or child. I've, I've, I've been working as a coach and counsellor with a, a lot of people. And when I hear what some of the young girls have gone through or even some of the young boys have gone through and, you know, and, and women who have married and been dragged away from their families to, to another country and then beat, a, beat up by their husbands daily and they just think, well, that's what normally happens. And I said, no, that's not what normally happens. And I said, well, you know, they, they've got no way of getting away. They can't speak the language and stuff like that. And I'm thinking mm. there, there is help. There is help. Mm. You know, so I'm looking there forward. Is. Go on. I'm just looking forward to reading your book because I know that we've spoken a few times and I've heard your story, but I'm fascinated to read how you've written it. Thank you. Um, you yeah, know, the book... I, I, I dedicated um, close to a year to, to writing this book and I was lucky enough for um, Alan and Unwin, which is a, a large Australian publisher, mm -hmm. to, to pick it up and say, yes, we'd like to publish it. And that was a big thing for me because yep. it's very difficult to get a, a book a published. Public. Yes. Look, I've got to take a break. I'm going to take a break and we'll come straight back and tell people in Adelaide here when they can see you because okay. you're coming to Adelaide and I'm going to and, and tell them about that. So let, let's, take, okay. let's take a break. Okay. When you hear the name Bocelli Cafe, you think an Adelaide institution, a family restaurant that's been providing the finest Italian cuisine for almost two decades. Coffee of the highest quality and staff that treat you like family. Spacious, COVID-safe indoor dining and a fully heated outdoor area. The kitchen is always prepared for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Parking's a dream. Bocelli Cafe Restaurant, 
81 to 83 Hutt Street, Adelaide. Call them 8232 3006 to book or follow Bocelli on Facebook and Instagram. Foodland's proudly owned by South Australian families like mine. Our stores are our second home and just like home, we want you to feel safe and looked after when you visit. Thankfully, our customers have always acted like Mighty South Aussies when shopping with us, which, by the way, supports all the local family-owned brands who produce the essentials you find on our shelves. Great families, great locals and great food lives here. Foodland, the Mighty South Aussies, yeah! Hi, this is David Heath and I'm excited to be bringing my program Soundtrack of Your Life to Radio Italia Uno. Join me Friday nights at 7 for interesting guests, some great music and plenty of fun. It's the best way to kick off the weekend. Soundtrack of Your Life, Friday nights from 7 until 9 on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Radio Italia Uno. Sito internet www.italiauno.com.au Seguici anche sulla nostra pagina Facebook e Instagram. Radio Italia Uno. You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much to everybody that's listening to this program here in Adelaide, of course, and around Australia uh, on your radios or your devices. And, of course, uh, thank you for listening to it on podcast and thank you very much for sharing it. Look, this program is made possible by the uh, generous donations from uh, people around Australia, people around Adelaide, and, of course, all our sponsors. So I always say, please support the people that support us. And, you know, if you're here in advertising, go to their shop, go to the, you know, use their products and their service. And, of course, if you have a product or service that you would like to let people in Adelaide know about, give us a call. Let me know. Give me a call and we'll talk about your product, your service or whatever. And, of course... We have some fantastic, generous offers to help you promote your business. We want to make sure that this year is going to be the best year that you've ever had in business. And the best way to do that is let everybody know about your business. So get in touch with us. Look, there's one business here that I would like to talk about. It's uh, very quickly. It's W23 Barbers. They're at 47B Torrens Road, Bowden. And this gentleman that runs the shop there, it, you know, I'm going to actually bring him back on the radio or bring him onto the radio and talk to him in a few weeks' time. But it's incredible how, because of COVID, people have had to change their businesses and change their lives and, and everything the way it worked. Some people have closed their businesses. Some people have, have lost their businesses. Some people have had to reinvent themselves. And this chap has been doing wonderful things all around the world, not just in Australia, but he's from Adelaide. And I'll bring him back on, or I'll bring him on to the radio in a few weeks' time so that he can tell you all about it. But if you need a haircut in the meantime, go to W23 Barbers at 47B Torrens Road, Bowden. Thank you very much. And, of course, at the moment, talking to a good friend, Melody Hull. Melody has been here in Adelaide for a long time and uh, worked at Channel 9, Channel 10, Channel 7 and several other places, but she's now currently living in Melbourne. And she's written a book, and the book is fascinating because it's about her life story and how she went through a major 
domestic violence and how she's uh, survived and surviving and more importantly how she's managed to help a lot of other people. Her story has inspired people here. When I had her on the radio about a year ago, shortly after uh, it went to air, I got quite a lot of calls and people still say, yes, I remember that story, I remember that. So when I go to functions and people see me say, oh, yeah, you know, that, yeah, yeah, that really rang true. So, Melanie, thank you for coming back on. Now, this, this weekend, this weekend on the 18th of June, you will be at QBD in Rundle yes. Mall. So for, yes. the, for the people here in Adelaide, go on yes. down to QBD in Rundle Mall at 10 o'clock in, on Saturday morning. You'll be there for a, a, an hour or two, I would imagine. Be there for a couple of hours at least, signing books and hopefully selling lots of copies of your book. <laughs> and then... Yes, it's- QBD Rundle Mall is a bookstore for those who may not know. So QBD are a bookstore which have made my book the book of their month for June. So I'm very, very grateful to them for doing that. That's wonderful. And I'm not quite sure how long I'll be there, but I know I've got to be there at 10 a.m. That's all I know. And so well, I'll be there from 10 a.m. on I'm the sure 18th of be, June. I hope, <laughs> I hope and I'm sure you'll be swamped. Look, the, 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 the fact is if, for them to make a book of the month, they must have read it and thought, wow, this is worth it. The thing is, it oh. talks about the Port River, which is one of the main rivers, the, the only main river we have in Adelaide. In South Australia, we've got two rivers, or two creeks and a river. We've got the River Murray, we've got the Torrens Creek, or the Torrens River, and the Port River. Now, the Port River, of course, is where the, the boats come in, the ships come in, and it goes out to Outer Harbour, as well and so it's a main thoroughfare for boats and that sort of thing coming into Adelaide and it's become quite polluted over the years and I think recently they've started to clean it up and that was some yeah. of, that was some of the work you were doing as well wasn't it, Melody the stories um, and those sort of things yes. Uh, uh, yes, I, I made sure that every TV station I worked for actually supported the Dolphins before I signed a contract with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was doing a lot of stories about the Port River and the need to clean it up. And the water quality, uh, as I understand it, has improved. But as you may know, Peter, for some reason, there was a spate of dolphin deaths in the last year or so. And that was of concern. And they're still investigating as to why that happened. Mm. And that's one of the things that really prompted me to finally finish this book, really, uh, was my concern about the future of, for the Port River Dolphins and to make sure that people were aware that they lived there. And, you know, at the time they were in trouble, there's been a few more calves born mm-hmm. in the last few months. So the situation is looking a little more hopeful. So fingers crossed that they'll bounce back. Yeah, but the thing is, well, you know, what is really interesting about this whole story you had gone through major domestic violence and you have had these scars all your life. Now, by helping a cause, uh, you know, like clean up the river and by helping mm. the cause of saving the dolphins and helping the dolphins and, on, and that sort of thing, you were introduced or you found Jock. Jock. The, Jock, <laughs> Jock the, the dolphin. And then by yep. studying Jock, by looking at what he was going through with the pod, of dolphins and how he was outside the pod, wasn't he? Yes, he was. He was a solitary dolphin and he uh, he didn't really interact with the other dolphins until much later and he seemed so very alone and vulnerable. Uh, he seemed a bit isolated, I guess, and I, 
I connected with him on that level because I too was feeling quite alone and isolated and unsure of you know where life was going to take me and I felt quite adrift and I guess that's why I connected so deeply and so quickly with Jock yes, because yeah. I, I saw a bit of myself in him in some ways. Yes and he he obviously without you know saying that you taught the dolphin but without no. you know without realizing you were helping the dolphin get in touch with you and get in touch with their own emotions you know their own things and then because not only did you heal your or he healed you you healed him but he ended up with the pod didn't he 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 did he ended up socializing with other dolphins which was wonderful to see now you know we can't take credit obviously for what he was thinking or what he was doing and why he did it but i'd like to think that our friendship with him helped him in some way. I'm sure that, it did. I'm sure it did. I, I'd like to think it did, but obviously I can't speak for Jock. But yeah. for certainly me yes. and, and, and what I was going through, he really taught me a lot. And he made me realise that, you know what, it doesn't matter what scars we have, really. We, we can choose to, to move on and, you know, go to bigger and better things in life. It's difficult. It's difficult. I'm not saying it's easy. It's difficult. But, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. And I think that finding your passion in something, look, that certainly helped me, you know, it ignited a passion inside of me and that really led me out of a pretty dark place. Yeah, well, see, the thing is, like you said, where there's a will, there's a way. But sometimes you know, somebody's got to help you show that, mm, you know, and, and lead you to a certain mm-hmm. amount or, you know, like there's a, like I said, if somebody tried to tell you, oh, come on, do this, do that, whatever. And and sometimes all the counselling in the world w- won't help you, you know, mm. all the psychiatrists, mm. psychologists and counsellors, you know, and, and that doesn't help. But all of a sudden, the real practical uh, application of what's happened, you were able to, by helping Jock, by helping the dolphins, by looking at what you could do to help them, you, you find out that you're helping yourself at the same time. And, yeah, and, and I, that's that's right. But unfortunately, not all of us can have a dolphin to teach us some, you know, good lessons in life. Sometimes it's other people and other things. And I look, I'm a massive animal lover, and I do think that you know animals have a lot to teach us as well. There's that unconditional acceptance, that unconditional love. And, yeah, but that's know, only so that's only if you've got a dog. Cats couldn't care less. <laughs> My oh, wife I disagree. I no, disagree. no, no, <laughs> no. I'm sorry. My wife, uh, you know, got a little kitten, and uh, we've we've got this cat, and one of them is very very friendly. The other one, the male, is quite friendly and come along. The little one will come to me and sit on my lap or sit on either side of my, you know, one on one side of me and one on the other side of me. But for some reason, it won't go so much to my wife. And my wife says, why don't she love me? I want my, you know, jokingly, but also says, I want, I want my cat, you know. And, and But the dog will just sit on her lap and do that yeah. and, and tries to climb into bed with her and everything, you know. So, But isn't, isn't, that, isn't that the fact that, and like a completely different species of, of animal, which oh, they yeah. are, you know. <laughs> 
wants to hang out with you and even just sit next to you. I think that's yeah. amazing. I just constantly amazed that yeah. um, what animals can do for us and yeah. and with us, and uh, you know the unconditional acceptance yeah. they give us. We'll come back and talk about that as well because I think mm. a lot of people don't understand pet therapy, how that helps, mm. you know, and and talk mm. more about your book as well. So let's take okay. another break and we'll come straight back. Yo, ciao, Armando Paradiso from Unique Stone, delivering quality stone tops to South Australia for over 20 years. Granite, marble, Caesar Stone, Unique Stone, granito, marmo, Caesar Stone, Unique Stone. Thinking stone bench tops to your kitchen, bathroom, or furniture? Unique Stone at Jacobson Crescent, Holden Hill. Call us now, 82 6-2-2-8-0. Unique Stone. We won't be beaten. Come on, che stai facendo? Yo, chiama adesso. Have you heard of podcasts? Podcasts are like having a personal radio station that people can listen to on demand about topics they are interested in. And now, thanks to Podcast City, you can record your own podcast and have your own on demand radio show. You can use our professional recording equipment at the studios of Radio Italia Uno or Podcast City can come to your location with our mobile studio. Podcast City can just record your audio or work with you to plan, record, edit and distribute your podcast to your audience. If you would like to find out more and receive a free podcast startup checklist or book a time to record your podcast, Call Radio Italia Uno on 8212317 or go to podcastcity.com.au. Podcast City, podcasting the easy way. Hi, I'm David Heath. Join me each Saturday afternoon from 2pm until 5pm with Saturday Sports Scoreboard. No matter what your sports passion, we'll be covering it during our three hours together. I'll be crossing to various sporting events, we'll chat with your favourite sports stars and we'll take your calls. Every Saturday afternoon, 2 until 5, on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Vuoi promuovere la tua attività? Vuoi aumentare il tuo volume di affari? Non sai a chi rivolgerti? Chiama Radio Italia 1. Il nostro staff commerciale è a disposizione per ogni informazione o preventivo personalizzato. Chiama all'82123177. Radio Italia 1. E anche tu sarai un numero 1. Radio Italia 1. You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much for listening to Radio Italia Uno every Monday from 2 to 3 here in Adelaide on 87.6 FM. And of course, um, podcast, thanks to Ron from Podcast City, we go around the world. And the more people you share it with, the more people we go to. So, yeah, look, I just want to thank, keep thanking, of course, everybody that has shared this program because there are people at universities that study business and are listening to my guests. There are people, you know, at schools, teachers, lots of other people listen to my guests and, and I get messages about the guests. And of course, this, this week, our special guest is Melody Horrell. Melody has been through major domestic violence and has come through 
um, I would say, with flying colours. And now she's written a book about all her uh, woes, got I say, but also uh, how she's overcome it and how she's uh, coming through it and how she's helped so many people. Melody, I really believe that as a professional speaker, not just a public speaker, but as a professional speaker, you would be in great <laughs> demand or you should be in great demand because unfortunately at schools and stuff, and I'll talk to you about that later if you like, but I, I'd like to help you to become you know, um, there. I mean, I've been doing professional speaking now for quite a long time and uh, I've found that, you know, by going, you know, they talk about a circuit, but there's no such thing as a circuit. You've got to put yourself out there. You've got to, you know, mm. promote yourself and, and sell yourself in the right places. But once you start, mm. people start to realise that you've got a damn good message to give. Yeah. And look, your message relates not just to domestic violence, but the, in, in every area. You know, there, there are a lot of people. I've just done a tour uh, down south uh, of, of um, the southeast of uh, our state, and I was speaking to some people down there. And last time I went down there, I did a big, big conference, and it was women only, you know, only women. Mm. And because they've done a lot for the farmers, they've done a lot for the men, mm. they've done a lot to help the men, the businessmen um, and stuff, but they've done nothing for their partners. And, mm. it, you know, not just the wives, but their partners. And, and this is a really, really important. And going through domestic violence um, affects everybody. And, and now this COVID and has caused a lot of extra things, you know, that you can actually help them with. So mm. I believe you have a, a big future there, you know. Oh, thank you. Well, I, I, I'm actually looking for what I'm going to do next once the uh, the, the book is uh, had its time in the spotlight, Peter. So keen to talk to you about that and happy to share my story. Yeah, well, when you come to Adelaide, we'll catch up. I've, I hope um, I'll, I'll make some time and, and uh, if you've got some time, we'll catch up and have a coffee or dinner or something one evening. Yep. And uh, I'm not sure how long you'll be here for, but we'll try and... Uh, I'll talk to you about trying to catch up to you one day, and we'll. That'd be lovely. You know, and maybe we can have breakfast together uh, before yeah. you do the book launch or something like that. <laughs> well, we'll figure it out. We'll yeah, we'll work it out, out for sure. We'll That'd be great. Out. But look, the, the the thing that's really important is that, like you said, you know, uh, where there's a will, there's a way, and we can we we talk about animal therapies, you know, and how animals can help people without you knowing. Uh, you studied the dolphin, but the dolphin was studying you, and uh, you know you were you were changing, you were growing, and you were healing. And the dolphin itself was changing and healing. The dolphin was a loner, was left out, like you said, outside from the cast, you know, aside from the others, and always swam by itself. And then eventually went back into a pod. Mm. So that was, that, that was great to see. And I, I do have to say though that. I mean, attitudes have certainly changed in regards to swimming with dolphins and it's not something that we've learned a lot more about dolphin interactions because people aren't always kind to animals, you know, and that's an unfortunate fact of life. And when you're dealing with a solitary dolphin, you know, that was always in the back of my head at least that I was worried for him because he trusted people. So that kind of thing is discouraged now and I fully appreciate that. But in regards to having, you know, a, a dog or a cat at home, I think it's, you know, even a budgie or whatever, I think mm. it helps us connect back to that, uh, to the natural world in many ways. And I also think that having that companionship and that unconditional acceptance is a wonderful thing, you know. Yeah. Um, 
And, uh, you know, I can't abide. I really hate animal cruelty. That's one of the things that I just cannot tolerate. And uh, Any cruelty. I, I, any cruelty. Yes. You know, any cruelty. Any cruelty yeah, to man, man, woman or child or, you know, mm. beast or whatever. I, I, mm. I just can't. I can't abide by it. And I hate people who have pets and then mistreat them or, you know, oh, children and beat the crap out of them. I think, you know, there's, there's yeah. a much better way. There's a much better way. There, there's always a much better way. Yeah. And, you know, I was lucky in that I, I, I was, uh, I learned a lot from nature and being out on the water and watching the dolphins and their behavior. And it just taught me a lot about life, really. Mm. And of course, I go into that uh, in the book, uh, which is called A Dolphin Called Jock. Yes. And um, it's, uh, I, I do hope that, you know, it, it, it resonates with people and I hope that they um, get something out of reading my story. That's all I can do. That's all we can do at the end of the day, Peter, yeah. is share our stories, right? And hope that we all get something from one another's stories. Yes. Well, the thing is that, like you said, that animal or pet therapies uh, have been very well recognised now and studied and mm. people go into nursing homes, aged care facilities, yeah. even hospitals now allow cats, mm. dogs, rabbits, and mm. other other animals into their, their you know like into a, a hospital, which is normally pristine, you know, conditions, and and they try and mm. keep them sanitised and all the rest of it. And then you've got mm. these, all these different array of animals going through. <laughs> I think that's wonderful, and I I think that's um, what's really sad is that. You know, I mean, I, I'm speaking uh, in a, about an area that I don't know an awful lot about, but, you know, in nursing homes and aged care facilities that people have to get separated from their animals to go into these places. Yes, and yes. I've always believed that, you know, that's such a sad thing when it's often the, you know, the animal that they've spent the last 10 or 12 years with. And it seems unfair to me that they should be forced to separate. I think that's terrible. Well, I'll tell you a very, very quick story. I, I mean, this is this is so uh, it meant so much at the time. Mm. What happened was mm. that there's. I'll, I'll say it very quickly because it's a long story, but very quickly, <laughs> there was this lady who was living up here in a in the eastern suburbs of Adelaide, and in a very big, big house, and and had uh, lived there literally from the day she got married. You know, fifty odd years she was in this one house with her husband, and they were very well off. And he was uh, quite old, but died suddenly. Died suddenly. All of a sudden, it, within no time at all, the, the children came in and said, "Mum, we're going to mm. sell the place. You got to get out." Blah 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 blah. So she went from this huge house, huge house on a huge block, to uh, a one bedroom unit in a nursing home. Right, mm. and the mm. only, the only she downsized so quick, you know, like the children just kicked her out and sold mm. sold the property. But there's lots of stories there. But the the, the fact mm. is, what happened was she was in this nursing home, and then they allowed her to have a little cage with a canary in it, right? Wow. And and what happened was, I went to the nursing home. And I was doing laughter and laughter therapy. We set up the laughter clubs and all the rest of it. And this lady was actually a beautiful lady, beautiful lady, you know, like lovely heart. And she actually led the laughter clubs. You know, she was probably one of the oldest ones there, but the, the jolliest one, you know, the jolliest one, happiest mm. one. And and what happened, I'll say, I'm saying this quickly because I don't want to take too much time. But <laughs> when her bird died, you know, mm. one day I went into a nursing home. I said, oh, where's June? And, and they said, oh. 
oh, she's in a room. I don't know what's wrong with her. You know, she, the doctor's seen her, the nurse has seen her, the counsellor's seen her. Nobody can understand what's wrong. And I walked in and I looked and I walked in and as soon as I walked in, I immediately noticed the empty birdcage. Mm. And I thought, oh. Mm. So and then I said, oh, are you all right? And she said, no, I'm not. And I said, no. well, what happened to your bird? And she said, it died. And oh, she just oh cracked no. up and, oh. and poured all, all this emotion out. What had happened, I, I worked out immediately. What had happened mm. was when her husband died, she never got a chance to grieve. So mm. she was suffering from loss grief. When she lost her yeah. house, she never got a chance to grieve. When they shoved her into this room, right, a single little room, she never got a chance to grieve. When her mm. bird died, that was the last mm. connection. Mm. See, that was the oh, last connection so to her sad. house. So when her bird died, all the grieving came out of losing her husband, of losing the house, mm. of being forced out of a thing and a family and everything else. So she went mm. downhill so bad and she was oh, so dear. sick because mm. I used to go there once a fortnight when I was setting it up. You know, for that fortnight, she was really, really sick. No, She'd had specialists and lots of tests and nobody could work out what was happening. As soon as I said to the carer there, I said, oh, look, she's suffering from grief. And mm. and, the, and the lady said what I said yeah you you just need to talk to her about grief and that was the mm. and the lady the lady I was talking to she started crying saying mm. I've just finished a course on grief management she said wow. how could I have not how could I have not noticed how could I miss mm. this he said I've just mm. done this course you know and I'm a grief counselor he said and I missed it and mm. I tell you what made her become a better grief counselor but you know oh yeah. Yeah. It's just one thing like that, that because of her bird died, it was a, mm. a connection to all the other stuff. Uh, yeah, look, and I, I also think that the animals do become part of your family. You know, uh, I have a, a large black rescue cat who sat by me the entire time I was writing this book. And wow. uh, he was my constant companion. And uh, <laughs> he'd give me a, a little nudge and a meow when it was time to have a break or time to go and grab a bit of lunch. And they do become part of your family. Yes. And, you know, when you lose that pet, it rips your heart out because it's like losing a member of the family. I completely understand that. Yes. And that's what I'm talking about with grief and grief counselling, uh, you know, laughter and laughter therapy and all these other therapies. You, you Sometimes you learn stuff that you don't know you're learning. You're doing mm. things, like I said, where there's a will, there's a way, and you, you end mm. up working things out a, a lot easier you know, without realising how mm. uh, easy you've had it, you know. Look, mm. we've got to take a break. We'll come straight <laughs> okay. back. All right, thank okay. you. Are you looking for an Italian restaurant that boasts cuisine inspired by the Amalfi Coast and the Campania region? Introducing Lombra Cantina Cucina and Pizzeria. Boasting classically trained Italian chefs recreating wonderful culinary memories of your last visit back home. Italian food that takes your breath away. Squid ink pasta, allo scolio. Spaghetti vongola, napoletana pizza. This wonderful addition to Adelaide's flourishing Italian culture opens on Monday, March the 21st for breakfast, lunch and dinner. And Lombra can cater for all of your celebrations, christenings, birthdays, family gatherings and private functions. Enjoy the food, the wine and wonderful service and leave the rest to Davida and Fabio. 
Lombra Cantina Cucina and Pizzeria, 15 Charles Street, Westlakes. Email to book chow at lombra.com.au. That's C I A O at lombra.com.au. Or call Davida 0417 87765. It's an experience you will never forget. Looking for a new coffee machine for your home or workplace? Look no further than Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your experts in all things coffee. Why not come in for a chat and a special coffee tasting? You'll find us at 264 Gilbert Street in the city. Mention Radio Italia Uno and you will receive a free 250 gram bag of freshly roasted coffee beans. You can also shop online at www.fccoffee.com.au where you'll find our large range of premium roasted coffee beans, coffee machines, accessories, hot chocolates, teas and lots, lots more. I'm Danielle from Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your one-stop shop for all things caffeine. I'm Anna Faruja of Chapel Funerals. My role as a funeral director is to guide you through the emotional process of saying goodbye to someone you love. I'm here to help you make all the necessary arrangements so that you and your family may have peace of mind and time to remember and celebrate the life of the person you've lost. When the time comes, I'm here for you. So please call me, Anna Faruja, at Chapel Funerals on 81825100. At Elders Insurance Adelaide East, our mission is to provide outstanding service and superior coverage to each and every one of our clients. With over 30 years of experience, we treat every client with mutual respect and understanding. We'll listen carefully to your specific needs and requirements in order to develop insurance solutions with a level of service and coverage you can't find anywhere else. Elders Insurance Adelaide East is a family-owned and run business with Italian tradition which is built on honesty, integrity and trust. Make an appointment today and go and see Tony and the team at Elders Insurance Adelaide East, 54 to 56 Kensington Road, Rose Park or telephone 83649477. We're an authorised representative of Elders Insurance, underwriting agency, proprietary limited, Elders Insurance, underwritten by QBE Insurance, Australia Limited. Join me, Ron Fiedler and Karen Fiedler each Saturday morning from 9 to 10am for Talking Real Estate, your guide to real estate in Adelaide and South Australia. We'll bring you the latest local real estate news, interviews, tips and advice from property experts. Plus, report on the Italian property market and let you know about the week's open homes and upcoming auctions. And don't forget, I'll be bringing you my open home of the week. On Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM, Talking Real Estate, every Saturday morning from 9 till 10am. Be in the know with Adelaide's local real estate show. Ti piace la musica? Hai voglia di metterti in gioco? Entusiasmo e personalità non ti mancano? Radio Italia 1 sta cercando te. Chiama l'82 123177 e anche tu avrai la possibilità di entrare a far parte del nostro team. Radio Italia 1, diamo voce alla tua voce. Radio Italia 1. You're listening to Peter Salerno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia 1, 87.6 FM. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much for listening. Of course, every Monday from 2 till 3, 
on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM here in Adelaide. And, of course, on podcast around the world, thanks to Ron from Podcast City. I just wanted to say, look, if you listen to our radio station, you hear our uh, sponsors who are advertising their products and their services, please go along and support the people that support us. That's all I say. And, of course, if you have a product or a service that you'd like to promote, come and talk to me. Talk to us. We're, we're here to help. We're here to make it easy for you to sell your product and your services. And every week I'm here with special guests coming on, talking about business, talking about their lives, talking about how to make your life even better. That's why I'm lucky enough to say thank you to everybody who shares this program because by sharing the program with somebody else, they get to hear it and podcast and listen to it in their own time zone. We had people, uh, when we're doing interviews with people overseas, have to wake up at ridiculous times in the morning or night to listen to it and their friends have to get up to try and listen to it. Now it's podcasters so they can hear it in their time zone anytime they like and you can go back and listen to articles. Now my special guest this week and I've been privileged to have you so thank you Melody for being oh, on. Pleasure. Uh, Melody Horrell has been a, a TV reporter on Channel 9, 10, 7 and lots of others around and is a, a journalist and has written a book and the book is a dolphin called Jock. And it's yep. not it's not about dolphins like you think about dolphins. It's a story of her life. And her life mm. it was changed dramatically because of this dolphin called Jock. And Melody had gone through major traumas all through her life and with her father and family and a whole lot of situations that are and she's written about it in this book and She's sort of healed herself by helping others and helping to clean up the river, the Port River here in Adelaide and by helping the dolphins in the Port River and studying and swimming with them and helping them. She's found that she's helped herself. And so um, the book is a story of how that all intertwines. Now, this Saturday or Saturday the 18th of June from 10 o'clock in the morning, she will be at QBD, which is a bookstore in Rundle Mall. So she'll be in QBD, Rundle Mall in Adelaide uh, from 10 on Saturday morning on the 18th of June. But then on Mon on the Sunday on the 19th, she'll be at the Burnside Library from 3 o'clock in the afternoon signing and selling books there. So if anybody is available from 10 o'clock on the 18th of June, please Go into Rundle Mall, find the bookstore QBD and Melody will be there signing <laughs> books and talking to you about a dolphin called Jock. It's all about how she helped the dolphins and the dolphins helped her. So, yeah, that's, yeah. that's right. You nailed it in one, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, like sometimes, like I keep saying, you know, you learn things that you don't know you're learning. And then you, it's good information. And and the other thing is, like you said, where there's a will, there's a way. You you know, you could have suffered for the rest of your life and, and gone, woe is me and, you know, counselling for the rest of your life. Or you could have gone like you have and said, okay, I'm getting on with life. I'm helping others. And by helping others, without even you knowing you helped yourself. Yeah. Look, and I think that that's a really important point, actually. And I last thing I wanted this book to be was a, well, with me, Tal. It's not that at all. 
It's a tale of hope. It's a yes. story. It's actually a true story. It's not a tale. It's a true yes. story of hope. <laughs> yes. And I want it to be seen that way. It's it's not. I don't consider myself to be a victim. In fact, out of all of this, I think I've emerged victorious. Yes, um, definitely. So it really is a story of hope, and I'd really like to see people view it that way when they read it. Look, it, and and this is important. It's not about you know having all the people who've been battered and bruised to come along. You know, it's about mm. everybody comes because by reading this book, not only can you help yourself and make yourself stronger, but you can help others. You have you'll get a better understanding of what some people go through when they've been domestic violence, or whether they've been victims, or whether they've been even seeing it you know people get traumatized mm. by being part of it you may not have been bashed up yourself but just watching somebody else get bashed up uh, for mm. causes traumas you know and, and mm. that's what this is all about you know um so yeah. I, I really admire what you've done i mean I'd, i'm <sighs> looking forward to reading the book i know that <laughs> i've spoken to you before on radio and uh, we had lots of callers honestly lots of callers saying wow she was fantastic it really helped me it made me realize what there is a way out you know and and that's wonderful yeah i had a woman ringing me up and crying on the phone and i asked her to ring me back several times and i I rang her a few times and uh, just said look she said oh my husband you know well he's always like this and blah 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 and i said well you know there is a way out there is a way Mm. you you can help yourself i said here you know and then uh, shortly after that you came on the radio and she heard you and immediately she rang back and i you know i've, I've been speaking to her anyway uh, to try and help her and she's now in less than a year right she's much 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 better she's in a oh, so m- much much better position and several several people will will benefit oh. by reading this book i hope so yeah. i really do hope so I, I as i said to you i you know, the book is about sharing the story about the amazing Port River dolphins and how how we really do need to protect our yep. marine mammals around the world, not just yes. in, in the Port River, and how how amazing they are, but also uh, in the hope that you know maybe someone will get something out of it. Look, I'm sure they'll get realize... something out. Of it. They'll they'll get something out of it, and more importantly, buy the book. Buy it for somebody else, you know. Buy it for Christmas. Yep. Buy it for presents. Buy it for Christmas presents. And look, yep. it's a book about dolphins. It's a book about learning how to uh, overcome domestic violence. And even mm. by you reading it, you will be able to help others, you know. And by giving it a book to somebody else, you know, for under thirty dollars, what do you expect, you know? Yeah. Until we meet again, thank you very much. Thank you to everybody listening to this program, and thank you for keep sharing it. Thank you. Bye. You have been listening to Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. Catch our show every Monday from 2 to 3 p.m. on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM.